Welcome to Walking with the Boys, the show where we get our daily exercise and speak our mind. We upload every Monday, so please enjoy. All right, so these Facebook leaks. Yep. Yeah, so I will, first thing I would say is that woman who leaked it, very smart, because uh, instead of just going right to the press, she went to the SEC instead of claiming, because uh, normally, like, when you, when you go to these organizations, if you sign, like, a, like a non-compete yeah. or a NDA or whatever, like, you can't go to the press because that's, that's a breach of, uh, like, contract or whatever. True, uh, it was definitely smart to go to the SEC. The only problem was then she sent it to the press. Right, right after that. Which is still a violation of... Right. Right, yeah, she just appeared shit. on like 60 Minutes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what I also find super surprising is the amount of time, like, because it was, I forget how much data it was, but like literally this woman like every day would like scroll away like a, one more file, one more document, whatever, and then finally like had enough. Yeah, she probably just like downloaded them in chunks and yeah, just like... Yeah, like, it sounded like over the course of several months it had to have been. Well, she only just, worked there for two years, so... Right, right, not very long, yeah. yeah. But, uh... So it was interesting, but and so she found a whole bunch of stuff. But the problem, I think, is she's trying to make the claim that they were lying to investors, which and the government and the right and the government. But I don't know, like the case for lying to investors. I don't know if that's going to hold up because it depends on what they said to them and what they did. And well, know. even if they can't prove the lying to investors, they, based on what I've heard, it's going to be pretty easy to uh, show that she lied to the government. Because they left out key things when they asked about, like, the impact of social media on, their, or their specific social media on children. Right. Yeah, and from the papers, they're saying she revealed there's proof. Right, they did. Uh, I guess they had, like, internal studies and stuff like that that said, um, that showed, like, I Suicide guess showed rates in children under thir- 13 mm-hmm. and under, or 13, or around 13. Right, right. Rose by, what, I think 17%? Mm-hmm. When exposed to Instagram, to like thirty percent in other instances, and like eating disorders were oh yeah yeah all of these prevalent. things all of these things have, have been going up. But what finds and I guess what's frustrating for me after reading all of this is like because I'm I, don't know, I guess because I've read about it before and I've been paying attention like this is something that people have been talking about for years mm-hmm. and not and I, what I don't understand is like why now that there's this whistleblower all of a sudden everybody cares about it. Well, I think now because people have talked about it, but this is the mm-hmm. first time they've had, like, an insane amount of paperwork that they could use as proof. I guess with internal documents, I guess? I don't know. Internal documents, still proof. Yeah. If it's but been it circled just, around, even if it's just, like, not Mark Zuckerberg, but, mm-hmm. like, managers, that's still managers showing that they knew about this. Yeah, but again, it's like, you don't... I, I just don't understand why people all of a sudden now care about it, when I've been uh-huh. hearing about this stuff for years. Hey what's going hey, on, what's up? How are you? But yeah, because I, I there's actually um, this guy who's a at, least at the time was a professor at NYU, New York University. And he did a whole like did a whole bunch of different studies and collected data about all this kind of stuff and found the the increase in rates. Like we see the, over the course of time, uh, you can see people uh, or young people specifically uh, exhibiting signs of depression and all this other stuff. Like as as social media use increases. Oh yeah, I agree that this has been a uh, thing. For a while, but the difference between that study and what the papers show mm-hmm. is one is done by outside sources who may not have all the facts based around social media. Sure. So they don't have all the analytics. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was done by Facebook using their own analytics, which is pretty much all the analytics. And they're right, just like, right. we found that this is the case, but we're not going to talk about this because that's mm-hmm. detrimental to our growth. Sure. But again, but we're not going to focus on it. Right, right. We can make the same it. argument for uh, anything that, that can potentially cause harm. The industry itself of that course. produces it doesn't necessarily do that i mean like yeah. drunk driving is wrong but 
uh, a company that sells alcohol is not going to focus on it. Don't get me wrong. That. I'm not saying whether what Facebook's doing is wrong or right. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that comparing it to the outside study is different because the outside study doesn't have all the details. Right. Whereas, like, these have the exact numbers of, like, down to, like, who clicks what, how, what they stare at. Oh, like, yeah. Well, that's that We've also... But we've also known that forever. There was that, um... Which one called that documentary that came out uh, like maybe two years ago, one to two years ago? Uh, it's on Netflix, and it's a bunch of former like social media employees talking about the way that their different algorithms work and how mm-hmm. ads get targeted, you know, how things get targeted to you, and everything. And like, I think the, the big, the only big revelation that I think we got from this is that Facebook doesn't crack down on like uh, extreme. Uh, content as much True. as they say they do. Which is why the lying to the government thing I don't think will be hard to prove because they said they did under oath to the government. Right. Or they yeah. said they were they were fact checking and that they were like yeah. removing stuff. Trying to limit yeah. hate. Right. Which they've shown that they don't. Well here's the thing. What is from what I've heard. What's I'm, the burden of proof, right? Like were they claiming a one hundred percent compliance or were they saying, hey we're gonna take we're gonna make an effort to well, if they say we're gonna make an effort to, and mm-hmm. then the pa- like the pages show that they've ignored it and didn't make that effort, then that shows. Well, right. If if they've made zero effort, but let's but even but it depends on I guess what you qualify as effort, right? Like let's say they removed one post. Technically, mm-hmm. they're making an effort. So I think it's gonna be very hard to claim that they've made zero effort and actually done the opposite. Well, right? the difference between this and like a normal court of law, they don't mm-hmm. need to. If the if the lawmakers find that they don't feel it's enough, they mm-hmm. just enact more laws and fuck them up. Like, right, right. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It depends on, on what they do with the information, right? So, because it's like, you can't, in, unless Facebook said, sure, we promise like 100% compliance, you're not going to be able to prove that they've never tried anything or that they're making things worse or well, whatever. true, but you don't need to prove. Mm-hmm. So you, you you can show that like, they know, willingly knew that certain things with Instagram, for instance, increased mm-hmm. the suicide rate of 13-year-olds. And if they... In that case, once they say, hey, we know that this is a thing, mm-hmm. if they don't do anything for that, which it seems like the papers are saying that they just ignored it to, to further the growth, sure. then you could be like, well, in this case, you knew this and you chose not to do anything, so that's not making an effort. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on that's, that I would view as then Facebook's fault for making a claim that they couldn't, that they couldn't do anything yeah, of about. of course. Well, they had to because the government was already breathing down their backs, and they're just like, right, yeah, we'll right. try Right. Yeah. Well, because I could say that, okay, so in that case, right, so the one particular one was that caught my eye was where, uh, like, young women, I guess they were saying, like, preteen to teen. Yeah, they were talking about, like, were, 13, I think, yeah, they used a lot. who already had, like, poor self-esteem. They would go onto Instagram, and then they would feel worse afterwards. Yeah. And I say, okay. I think it was 30% right. worse afterwards. So I look at it, and I say, okay, well, what is, like, what is Instagram's or Facebook, or what is their responsibility in that regard? Right, like how, they can't dictate how you feel. If you already come into well, their site feeling bad about yourself, is it their job to make you well, feel good about yourself, though? It, they, you, you don't have to do that. But so, like for instance, when you click on, say, you go on there for anorexia, I think they use this as an example. Okay. And you like a post that's like, like positive reinforcement for dealing with anorexia. You're going to see more stuff about anorexia now because of how the right. algorithm works. So if you know that that's something that causes a lot of issues, uh-huh. then you limit how much they're going to see about that. Because you said they can't influence how they feel, but they do by choosing what to show us and what not to show us. Sure, but it's, it's chosen based on things you already do. Yeah, right? like so it, if you know that certain topics mm-hmm. cause these things, because their analytics, I guarantee you, can tell you like what type of stuff you will like right. based on what you like no, before. No, they, they do, yeah. Which ones you like before. So if you're going to show them things mm-hmm. that you know will be detrimental to their mental health, mm-hmm. And know that they're going to keep doing that because they've shown a pattern of this. Right. Then I think like you need to limit it because you're making it worse. 
Yeah, but it's, your, it's your algorithm that's showing it to them. Sure, but like, what do you? Obviously, there should be personal responsibility. Right, like you have. But they're to, thirteen years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the problem. Well, that's yeah. It's, I mean, you can't actually wear their, wear their parents, right? Like, because here's the well, thing: parents you, can't be there twenty four seven. Not in the age we live in. It's not it, like when true, we were kids. But neither. But then again, neither can Facebook. Can't be there twenty four seven. Well, face, on Facebook, Facebook is there twenty four seven. Sure, but they can't hide because here's the problem, though. We've seen this with. Um, you see this with things, services like TikTok all the time, right? There are certain words and topics that get taken down. So people use other words and slang terms and stuff to get around uh -huh. that because they want to talk about it anyway. So we're, because on the one hand, we look at it and say, oh, well, people are finding out these clever ways because these apps don't let you talk about these topics. But then we turn around and say, well, wait, we can't have these topics because they're harmful to people. It's like, right, so now we're back at square one again. Like, nobody can ever be happy, it sounds like. Well, that sounds like a cop-out. What do you mean? Have, you have to keep trying. Just because they're going to find a way around it doesn't mean you stop trying. Yeah, but then we're never... No one's, It seems like no one's ever going to be happy then with this situation. Because if... Huh. if Well, because, okay, so let's take... We'll take anorexia, for instance, uh -huh. okay? So it's determined that uh, viewing content that talks about anorexia is bad for people, okay? Uh -huh. Because it makes people feel worse about themselves. So what do you do as the social media provider? You have to either, A, you have to block... You have to either double down on, like, your... Um, like live person uh, review of things, right? You can't do it automatic because there's ways around it, right? So now you have to get more people involved. So it's a slower process. Or what we do, because we've seen social media platforms do this all the time. We saw YouTube do it, TikTok does it, whatever. You just get rid of all of it. Say, like, oh, sorry, I can't talk about that anymore. You even mention the word. doesn't matter if you're trying to be informative. If you're like, say, say you're an actual doctor on Facebook talking about eating well, Now disorders. you're talking about removing content. You don't have to remove yeah. content. You make it so that what's recommended to people uh -huh. is different. Okay, but then how do we differentiate? Because the thing is, it becomes it's a limitation of like the programming. I think how you how do you determine if this is good for someone to see or negative for someone. So, to like, see? like you were saying, you don't need to remove the content of let's say anorexia mm -hmm. as an example. You just limit who sees it based on their track record and what their profile shows as like risk factors. If you say, for instance, if it's a 19-year-old girl mm -hmm. versus a 13-year-old girl, maybe you limit how often that 13-year-old sees posts about that topic. Now, a 19-year-old. Okay, they're an adult. Yeah. We'll allow them access to the full thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what child safety shit is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you limit so access. So you would more so advocate for like a, uh, like a Facebook kids, if you will, that limits kind of the content that they see. Yeah, like you don't have to call filter. Facebook kids. You just limit because people have to input their age. If you they lie, yeah, you can okay, lie about fine. That, if you though, lie yeah. about it, you lie about it. That's not their right, fault. Right. Right. Uh, the, that's yeah. no longer Facebook's fault. Sure. Or Instagram's fault. If the child lies, mm -hmm. nothing you can do about that. They lied. Right. Right. Um. But if they didn't lie, then you just limit the exposure. You don't have to tell them you're limiting exposure. Mm -hmm. You just show them less of that topic. You can still show them some because mm -hmm. you don't think I don't think you should restrict anyone from seeing anything they want to see. Right. But like, don't oversaturate them with uh, anorexia stuff because they like some anorexia stuff. You know how like sure. when TikTok when you start liking stuff, you see a shit ton of it. Usually do, yeah. Yeah. So like, show them less. You can still show mm -hmm. them some, but like if you would give them ten videos, give them two. They still have exposed to that. But it's like on a lesser level, so it's not every time everything they're seeing is making them feel like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it depends. It's a, to me. I don't know. I I personally look at it as why are we, why are we doing things that are actively bad for us? What do you mean? Like okay, so if you tell me that what oh, example? people, so the example of uh, that people who are already feeling bad about their self-esteem or something, say right, or or struggling with eating disorder, and then they go on Facebook or Instagram and after they feel worse about themselves, stop doing that. Like, why are they, yeah, why are that they doesn't actively... work. You know that doesn't work. Look at junk food. Look at smoking. Like, smoking. 
That's sure. not good for you. You know it's not good for you. Right. There's but your lung cancer. But like, yeah. do we care? But it's what I'm saying. Like, well, then, but like, we don't. But then, what we don't do is it, with. It seems to me that social media is the only one where we cry and complain and make that other people manage our lives for us. When in every other scenario, the advice has always just been well, limited. Go like we don't blame, say, uh, absolute for alcoholism. But we do blame cigarette companies for it. That's why I use that as an example. Uh, we limited we, how, how they could uh, show their advertisements, the right. packaging. Like, we strictly re- uh, regulated them so that the impact they would have on us is limited. And I think well, right. that, well, that's well, similar to that. Well, sort of. See, with tobacco, we we change, we put warnings on the labels. And we regulated the fuck out of what they could do in America. Well, we regulate of when they can advertise and, and who. And actually, I don't even think you're allowed to advertise anymore on, like, television. They don't think so. Um, that's regulation right there. It is, but it doesn't. It's not a, uh, we're not holding them responsible for it. We're telling them, like, instead of, so it would be, the difference would be if, uh, if you want to make the link, the link to social media, it sure. would be as if we said, okay, well, guess what? Um, because it is harmful to kids, the law is now not on Facebook. The law is now that social media is inaccessible to anyone under the age of 18. Like, that would be the difference, but right? Because you can't. No, but there's a main difference between smoking uh-huh. and social media is. Right. Social media can be adjusted on a fine tune, like fine tuned on a on a more particular level, so you don't have and to completely I mean, go that hard. So can so can tobacco products, right? No, you like, either smoke or you don't smoke it. Sure, but we we regulate uh, like where they can advertise and warning labels and stuff like yeah. that. So like we could have ju- you could specifically we wanted to we, we could have done the minute detail on that too and said okay, uh, as a, a, a tobacco ads can't pre- can't premiere on say basic cable. Well, everyone has access. They didn't to. have to. They they right. took care of that. Was essentially the same as limiting access to fucking anorexia videos for 13-year-olds. You could be like, okay, you can't show on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Same shit. My, my thing is you don't have to change the product. Mm-hmm. Like you, just, you just have to tweak how it's given to children. Sure. I think that's fine. Yeah. But I think the, the, the surprise that everyone is now and the shock, the surprise that everyone's coming up with of, oh, my God, how, how could Facebook do this? It's like... We do it to ourselves sometimes, right? Like I don't know if it's a surprise. You know, like we've known for a long time that Facebook. Was yeah, but doing no one's shit. done anything about it. No one, no one apparently cared. Well, that's how our now government works. But no now one really does cares about it, right? Right. Well, I feel like the public didn't care before because I just remember, uh, like the, this information I said has been out for a long time. No, you're not the public. If it doesn't affect someone you know, then you don't care. Yeah, I, I guess, but it, yeah. it seemed to affect enough people that now it's now it's a huge problem. Yeah. But we've been through this stuff before, though, right? I, when, when we were kids. It was uh, it was like teen magazines that were giving unrealistic expectations to women because they yeah, had these models and stuff. And exactly, or Cosmo and all this stuff. And guess what? Nothing happened to them. What do they do every now and again? They they just show a more like quote natural model who's just a little heavier. Like uh. you know what I mean? But like they still airbrush the hell out of them and and all that kind of stuff. Like they don't like it's not you know are we expecting them to be you know what I mean? Like, why are we giving more responsibility to social media than we've ever given to like a magazine when we claimed they had the same problem? Well, magazines are different. Because the content is more specific, and the content changes, and it's, the content is not produced by the magazine. The content is produced by random people on the internet. Right. Which don't have, like, don't necessarily have to have integrity when they're, with what they're talking about. Well, sure, because if, you you post, if you're you an individual person, yeah, posting something on it, yeah. you can say whatever you want. You're right. Okay. Um, but no, I, I think the problem is, is that it, if we, everyone is, you know, the, we claim that, uh, you know, Facebook is responsible for censoring all of this extreme content, yet, and all this kind of well, stuff. I don't, say cen- I don't say censoring. I say limiting. Right. Well, that's what we want them to do. We want them to remove things. I guess it's a form of censorship. Right, yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying remove them. I'm just right. saying limit what you show to them. Yeah. I believe everyone should have the right to say whatever they want. If you don't agree with someone, sure. just don't agree with them. Exactly. But I think, too, is that people don't... 
understand how Facebook works when they talk about this different kind of content because it's only showing you things that you're spending time paying attention to. If you actively ignore something, it's not going to show you that anymore. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, especially on, on Facebook, like there's a little settings menu next to posts and you can say, like, I don't want to see this anymore. And Facebook will not show it to you anymore. I don't know anyone that uses that. Well, because, they, because clearly people don't care. But then you or can't... Or know it's there. Right. Well, you might not know it's there, but that's not, like... Whose fault is that? Yours for not paying attention? Like, mm. or is Facebook literally supposed to hold your hand and say, by the way, if this content, if you think this is harmful, you can hide it. Just click up here. Like, there's a degree of like user responsibility, I think, with all of it. You know I what agree, I mean? but then you can't put everything on the user. There's also responsibility from, from Facebook. If you create a product, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you're not doing it at the detriment of people's health. Sure, I feel like, okay, fine. If you prove that Facebook is maliciously doing this stuff because Well, it's that's what the papers are saying. They willingly know that this is increasing the suicide rate of young women. Right. And they don't change the way they chose to ignore it based but the on the other papers. Thing, well, the question, no, so my question with that is if you're talking about like, so if you're talking about content that is, um, that has keywords like anorexia or whatever, like sure, that you can filter for. But if you're looking at an app like Instagram, like there's nothing, like how do I filter the photos that you see on Instagram that make you feel better, make you feel better about yourself so that you don't want to hurt yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like if that's Facebook's or Instagram's job, well, how do I do that? Do I just take off every filter and yeah, say, you, okay, you know what? You're not yeah, a post filtered photos You won't anymore? know that, but they know how to do that. Like, that's an intricate-ass program. You think they yeah. don't know how to do that? But. I guess what I'm saying, like, it, if you're, like, how do I, because if I'm going onto Instagram and I see all of these people, the, the you know, people who get these, um, say, the most likes or whatever on, uh, or most hearts, I guess it's on Instagram, right? Um, and that photo, because again, it's because it's a picture with no context. Like, and I look at it and say, "Oh, look at this model. They're thin. They're they're physically fit. They're super attractive. Like, you know, whatever." Uh, and now I feel bad about myself because I already have poor self-esteem. Mm -hmm. How do you control for that, right? What? How do you remove that from my um, from my feed? Do you just say, "Okay, you know what? You can't post filtered pictures anymore. Have to be all 100% natural," you know, like. What do we do with it? Also, well, that's something they, I... I'm assuming they know how to do. Yeah, they like, could. If you put, no, I'm, I guarantee that they don't make you don't mm -hmm. make that much money and have that deep of analytics and not right. know how to adjust what, how people want, like yeah. what they want to see and what will make mm -hmm. them happy. Because you really do that when you're advertising. You right. advertise to for engagement to make people come back. So you know yeah. the whole thought process behind that. But if I'm looking, but also the other thing is, how do you, especially when it comes to something like Instagram and you know, and, and Twitter and stuff like that, where like I can follow specific people, like. How do you do? You just forcibly unfollow my account from them? Like again, that's an issue they I, would have to come up with. Because it's the thing. Okay, let's say it's not, my, it's not on me or mm -hmm. on you to figure a way to fix this. That's right. their that's their responsibility. Well, I guess it's like my because again, I'll bring it back to what I said. Can anybody ever be happy in this situation? Like if I'm a young impressionable teenager uh, and I follow um, Caitlyn Jenner, later uh, Kylie, whoever whoever their name is. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Um, Kanye West's wife. But anyway, sure. like, if I follow these people, that's because I want to see their content. And if their content, by looking at them because they have these highly filtered photos, they've all had tons of plastic surgery, whatever, um, and now I feel bad about myself because I go, oh, I don't look like them. Like, is there, are, are we saying that, like, the, the, Again, that's the organization... Again, that they need to figure out. Okay, so then do you prevent me from seeing their content because it that's could be That's something they need to figure out. Okay. But that's my thing is if we don't know what we want, how are we ever going to be happy? They know mm -hmm. what's making people unhappy. So okay. And it's their program. 
So they yeah. need to figure out how to correct it. It's not our responsibility to figure out what other people are getting happy or not about. Um, but it, so there's a there has to be a line between a well this is wrong, but if I don't know what I want it to be, then how can I put the responsibility on somebody else to fix it to just know miraculously what to do to make it better? Because you're not the one with the issue that people are having. You're not a 13 year old girl. No, I'm not. And but to say that 13 year old girl needs to f- know what's wrong and how to fix it, that doesn't make any sense because that's the program. Right. The program should know because that's a child. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of we're talking about children, not adults. Yeah, I know. We're talking it about children. It shouldn't be left on the child to figure out how to fix this or someone who's not part of the company to fix it. That's on the company. Like, yeah, if it's but, adults, uh-huh. watch whatever you want. I don't care. Right. I don't care if it's fucked up or not like if you don't like it as an adult just don't watch it report well, it do whatever say, you want when to. I say what we want is because we're not because here's the thing it's not the 13 year old girls who are demanding change doing this it, this whistleblower who's an adult who's saying this is bad it's other congress whatever like all these the people who complain about but if you can't lay out a, a, a result that you're looking for then how can you tell somebody else to fix it when you have no clue what you want well the result's easy don't have 17 percent or 30 percent of mm. people that come on your website that are th- that are children okay feel like committing suicide afterwards fix that okay tweak it until you find the until the numbers go down yeah it's easy it's easy to figure out what you want because that, that's the issue that we're talking about mm. if 17 percent of 13 year old girls that mm. go on this website after using it are more likely to want to commit suicide right then do something to change that okay now i don't know what the what that would be because i don't i I never made the app i don't Mm -hmm. have the analytics i'm not a a website a web developer or app developer that's on them because they know the insides and outs of that app and if they went so far as to study that to know that this is happening Mm -hmm. they know why it's happening they might they might not because here's it the makes thing. no when sense because they have no way to measure it if they don't know what's causing it. Well, you could, I mean, the way to measure it is you could just, is you would conduct like a poll, and I think that's what they did. Like, they just asked mm. users, how do you feel? Well, that, that's an assumption because they like, didn't say that in the article. No, they didn't because we don't know how they obtained this data either, right? Yeah. Like, which is, again, why I'm wondering. Like, if I'm, if, if there's someone, like, if the person is already in a bad place and then Facebook makes them feel worse, it's like, well, look, there's a limit to what they can do. Like, I think, okay. Well, that's so not I, true because they are the entire app. Like, everything think, that they do, every, so, they can okay. do everything. So with Instagram, sure, you could probably block certain hashtags from uh, various people seeing it, right? Like you yeah, could, restrict uh, certain users that they may follow, certain posts because you know that certain things have been shown on their website. There's plenty of stuff right. you could do to there's, limit. There's plenty of that stuff that you could do. Uh, and then the only issue would become inadvertently blocking something from somebody that you don't intend to block. Um, like, say, say it's shown, okay, so if I want to look at... Um, for a pret- child, better that than showing them something that might be more sure. Once they hit eighteen, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, but then the other issue, I or think, or work around it and put make say you're an adult on Instagram, but mm-hmm. that's up to you. Right. They tried. You know what I'm saying? They just have yeah. to make the effort. Okay. I'm not saying that you need to make sure that all these people that said they're 18 are actually 18. No. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that if you know, willingly or you actually know this person said, "Hey, I'm 13, 13 to, whatever, to 18 sure. or 13 to 17 because I believe you have to be 13 to use Instagram right something like that Yeah. as long as you're 13 years. to 17 you're gonna, you might have slight restrictions because we don't want you killing yourself or we don't want you feeling like shit we don't want this app to fuck your life up okay or make your life worse so we might, we're going to tweak it in certain ways they don't need to explain it to a kid because most like kids shit they don't feel the need to explain it to it just right, is what right. it is yeah. so that's what I think they should do 
So, uh, so like we were saying before, sort of like an Instagram kids where it filters out. Yeah. Like if you're under a certain age, you only are allowed to see certain content. I think calling it kids is condescending. No, they wouldn't. But like... You wouldn't call it that, but you yeah. would just... You just limit the features of someone who's You would just behind the scenes them, sure. Yeah. Uh, limit what they see, not their features, but like... Right, right. They can do everything a normal Instagram could do. They just not show them certain controversial things. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, in moderation. Right, right. Yeah. And I also agree that some of this lays on the, the parents. Because like... 100%. You... I wouldn't say 100%, but some of it is their responsibility because, like, realistically, now, and now nowadays, mm -hmm. you can't restrict everything a kid does online. Everything, no. Everything's fucking connected online now. Right, right. So, like, yeah, you could you can try to limit maybe, but there's also the whole thing of trust. Mm -hmm. Like, there's that fine balance of a domineering parent who's, like, snooping on their kids what they're doing. Yeah. But one who also trusts their kids and allows them to live their life because you can't always be over their back. True. Maybe at like 13, but like at 15, 16, you're not really doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably not. Now, how do you stop though? Because a lot of this is not necessarily just what they're seeing, right? Because that's only a, a small part of it. Because how do you combat? Because the other end of it is, is just online harassment from like your peers. Well, I don't know. think that had anything to do with the articles that were brought up. They didn't say. That's the point. They never brought it up. Right. Which yeah. is, which to me is something else. How do you, you can limit the content someone sees that makes them feel bad about themselves. But yeah. can you limit what people say to them? Because it's still going to have the same result. Like I, this is the other thing that no, and I, see, this is the problem why, again, why I don't understand why people are now outraged because the research I've been reading for years has also talked about online harassment. And so that's another huge part of it. It's not just the content that they're seeing. It's not just that they see a supermodel and they look awesome and they feel like, oh, I don't look that awesome, I must be terrible. It's like the other things you're seeing. They'll post a picture of themselves and get negative comments or they'll post a picture and get two likes. And it's not so much that what they're seeing, it's I posted a picture of myself, I got two likes, now I feel bad. Why didn't more people like this? And that's something like, how do you... Well, that's not something you, you can police because that's not... So that, I don't think that part should be the responsibility of the, mm -hmm. the app because the app isn't the one engaging with people. Right. Unlike the likes, dislikes, comments level. Sure. That's other people. If people don't like it, they don't like it. You can't force them to like your shit. It's exactly. real life. Exactly. No, I understand. But that's another part of the problem. I think it's a very I don't small... think that's a problem, though. So you don't you, think people self-esteem... You force people to like you? Well, I'm just saying I force people to like you, but I'm saying so you think that it's not a big enough problem... The, like, I don't think it's a problem, period. Like, okay. if, if you post a picture online and people don't like it, right. either you didn't get enough exposure, right. or they just didn't like it. Right. The end. But like, that also does affect people's self-esteem and could also be another yeah, cause of it. that's not the, the app's fault. Okay. Because you chose to post that. Right. That's different than what you're exposed to from the app. Sure. So if the app feeds you this stuff that knowingly fucks your head up, right. that's different than, say, you posting something and not getting the response you wanted. Right. But back to the sh that they have to show they did something. So... Let's say that they enact this Instagram kids or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're able to, to, to curate content that somebody sees. That's showing them that they did something. That's showing that they did something. Yeah. And then we come back a year later and we run these studies again, and we find that there's been only a 2% decline. That's something. Okay, it is it something. It may not be the ideal, what we want, but that's okay. something. Okay. And so, but you would say that's good enough. Like, as long as it shows some form of progress, then that's good enough. No, I'm saying the fact that they're trying uh -huh. to implement things, I'm not saying you should ever stop trying. Right. Like, slightly tweak things so you can get the numbers that you want. So you could reduce that, hopefully, to make it a negative number so that less people... Right, right. But, like, if they're, if they're trying to fix it, I'm fine with that. But when, from these papers, they willingly saw this and did nothing about it, that's where I have the issue. Sure. They chose to ignore it based on what was said. Yeah. Based I mean, on I can what see the article being, said. I could see that being a problem, but... I think that it goes much deeper. The problem is much bigger and deeper than that. That it's not just well, what? the content that you're seeing. I think that it's a, 
I think it's the entire like social media experience that ends up causing most of these problems. Well, it's not just like oh, I saw still a picture. Social media. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're never going to be in a state where we're happy. Yeah, like, but you can't always tell going... Facebook or Instagram, hey, uh, go go uh, destroy your company. Yeah, bas- no, yeah, you can't. Yeah. I think that we're we're at a point now, uh, like we're at the point of no return now. I think like you know because we look at it where so I always remember like back in the day with um with MySpace right. MySpace was was a lot much smaller scale than these other ones because those weren't open to the public. Like your, the people that you saw on MySpace were people you were already friends with. You sure? I don't remember. There wasn't a public option for it where you could like, where you could scroll through hashtags and just see random pictures. Kind of like how on Instagram, how they have like the, like I guess like Discover or whatever, and Mm -hmm. it'll show you things based on other things you've liked. I don't remember shit about MySpace. That was forever ago. Right. I just remember you could color code and come up with weird. Yeah, yeah. You could like kind of program, customize your own site and stuff like that. But the thing that that MySpace had was it was only, uh, there were no public, uh, the only, well, okay, the only public MySpace pages was what was called MySpace Music, and that was like, technically a separate website uh, where, like, a, a band, like well, a local. What was the point of this? The point of what the original MySpace. Original MySpace was was basically a. No, a, not the point of the, the website, oh. but the point of you bring it up. Oh, um, so on MySpace there was this feature called your top five, I think it was, or top eight, or something like yeah, that. It's like friends or something. And it was like you would rate people basically of like who your best friends are. Yeah. Who are your five best friends? Okay, and I can remember the absolute shitstorms that would happen when somebody would post their top five friends and you were left out you'd feel like shit you'd be like wait a minute i'm not your best friend now i'm not in your top five or you'd post pictures and the thing too is like there was a lot, I remember a lot of drama going on in high school with that people would always come in and say, oh you sure what you see happened on myspace last night oh you see the picture so-and-so posted and people don't understand like just because you're someone is your best friend doesn't uh-huh. mean you were their best friend no that's what i'm just saying it yeah. doesn't that doesn't my, my point isn't that that people should just it, my point is that we saw the same things happen mm-hmm. with more primitive technology so i think it's almost i'm not saying it's yeah, impossible i'm not saying it's impossible to get rid of it i'm just saying i think there are that just seeing things that make me feel bad there's a limit to what you can do to change that because yeah, there's, there's not a limit, much there's you a limit can, to everything but like that is not an excuse to not correct the issue that you see in front of you Sure, I guess they can attempt, but I, I think we're going to get to of a point. Of course they should attempt. Like my, I guess what my, my problem with it is we've known about this stuff for years. Now, all of a sudden, it's a big, everyone's in an uproar when they should well, have been. a new uproar. Right, when they should have been in uproars years ago. And we're at a point now where. Also not an excuse not to do anything. I'm not saying it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we're at a point now where I think that it's going, it's a, it's enough of a problem that A, yes, should the company work to like limit the kind of things that uh that some people see sure they they can do the best they possibly can well they should do the best but i think in the end they're gonna have to be constantly updated like it's gonna have to be like a monthly thing they update because there will always be finding ways around it sure as they should right and the problem is there will always be detractors because you're always going to be able to look at it and say hey uh, it's the first of the month. We update all of our algorithms. We changed it. We limited what people see. And on the second of the month, there's already the workaround. And now someone looks at it and goes, oh, well, you didn't fix anything because we're back where we started. And it's like, sure, well, some oh, people my God. Will, you some know? people will use that workaround. But every time mm-hmm. you do that, less and less people will because it becomes too much of a pain in the ass. Right. And then we're going to end up in a – because the other issue that we're getting, running into with when, it becomes, when there becomes too much of this is – uh, like if you want to talk about say like um, stuff like with TikTok, right? Where there are certain words that trigger their algorithms to like censor or block or take down content like automatically, right? And uh, so then you have to come up with ways of working around it. Words to you, other words sure, using like be hard. synonyms, you can't right? Use that as a reason not well, to do Well, this. no, because the problem is it's not that 
you're making it then difficult for like legitimate uses of these topics. Like if I am, because there's plenty of doctors on TikTok, right? Or and psychologists, whatever, and they want to talk about, so they want to talk about eating disorders, or whatever. Well, oh, sorry, you can't do that. Algorithm takes your video right down right away because we can't show people that content, even yep. though you're Pause like, this. there we are. Uh, I apologize for the interruption. Uh, man over here got the sniffles. <laughs> And he refuses to blow his nose. Because of all this pollen outside. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what are we talking about? Uh, talking about how that, uh, that it's going to be, like, it's going to obviously be an ongoing process from now to the end of time. That's every website. Every website's constantly updating. This is just part of their updates. As yeah. it should be. Uh, I don't know. I, I look at it as that there, there is some degree of responsibility of the user as well. Not at 13. That's the whole point of being a child then they shouldn't be allowed to use the service then. Mm, I don't think it has to be that black or white. Mm. I think that if you want if because then you're taking away a lot of uh, the business from the Instagram. Sure. So say Instagram wants to market to 13-year-olds, that's fine. If you want to market it to 13-year-olds, there's extra shit you got to do. So yeah. I'm fine with that because we do that for other things with kids. True. Like certain safety laws for kids' toys versus like adult toys. Like I don't right. mean toys like that. I mean like no, no, I know what you mean. a yeah. saw versus like a Mattel thing. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, I think an example of that is um, years ago there was this toy called Aquadots, and the plastic that they used in it was like toxic. Yeah. And it was marketed to a demographic of children who were still putting shit in their mouth. See. And a bunch of kids like got sick, whatever, and there was like yeah. a huge recall, and stores took them off the shelves. It was, like, That's it was what gone. I mean. Yeah. If you want to sell your product, which in this case is Instagram, right, to 13 to 17 year olds, you're gonna have to jump through some extra hoops on the regular because yeah. you're constantly selling it to them by constantly showing them stuff. Okay. So you need to constantly jump through a little bit of extra hoops. Fair by A little bit, I mean, if you knowingly put out a product that makes people more likely to want to commit suicide, do your best to limit that. I'm sure. not saying you have to totally get rid of it because maybe you can't. Maybe that's the yeah. nature of the product. In that I think case, it's, I think it's that, unfortunate the nature of the product. If, yeah. if we find, um, I, I don't think to that extent, because if they're not currently doing anything, mm -hmm. they, then it shows that they might have the potential to, limit, to reduce that number. Yeah. If we hit to like 12% and then they do research and it shows you can't get any lower than this, then it's the nature of the product and then it becomes the parent's responsibility. Right. Because if we get a final report saying, look, we've done everything that we can, we couldn't think of anything else, we talked to a bunch of outside people, mm -hmm. this is as good as it gets and parents still let you use it, that's parents' job. Okay. I think Because I think... It's like with, it, with that toy, with the toxic toy. Yeah. They should have dealt with that before they sold the toy. So right. I think Instagram needs to deal with this thing now and do the best that they can. And then I believe, I agree with you, it becomes the parent's responsibility. I don't think in any way yeah. this is a 13-year-old's responsibility. Okay. Because their brains aren't fully developed. They're still children. Like, they're learning. Now, once you hit 18 and we consider you an adult, good luck with Instagram. You're on your own. <laughs> good luck, sure. Yeah, but that's how the life is in general. Yeah. That's how the law is. Yeah, most oh, things are. Yeah. at 14? Uh, we might be lenient. You hit crime 18, go to fuck to jail. You're pretty man, pretty much. It should have been three days ago when you were 17. Right. Yeah, but that's how we view most things in life. Yeah. So I feel like that's how it should be. Like. So that, so that answers the question or the topic of like, when it comes to like self harm and suicide and things like Instagram, whatever. Yeah. The other big issue that they brought up, the whistleblower brought up, was extremist content on things like Facebook. And so how I'm torn with that. Okay. Because on one, book. on yeah. one hand. I'm all for the freedom of speech. You should have the right to say whatever you want. Right. But on the other hand, if Facebook can, like, has done research and it, they knowingly allowed content that has been shown to incite violence mm -hmm. to exist, then it's not just content anymore. Okay. Because this is different than just freedom of speech because this is freedom of speech through a third-party platform. In public, you can say whatever the fuck you want. True. What happens to you 
happens to you. Right. You freedom get punched of, in the face. Yeah. That's their right. It's freedom of speech, not freedom of consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But on Facebook, it's different because this is a, a privately owned entity. Right. So I do believe if that's what they decide to do, if they want to limit people's uh, ability to view certain things on this, mm-hmm. they're 100% entitled to. Yeah, they can do because that. Because sure. freedom of speech doesn't apply when you're pushing it through a third party. Right. It's a privately owned entity, so it doesn't matter what you want. Now, if they choose not to, I think that's also the right. And I may not agree with them if they choose not to limit, mm-hmm. like, insightful content. Sure. But then it's my right to just not use them. Yeah. I don't think they should be forced to, but I feel, I don't think they should be forced to censor content that they don't want to censor. But if they choose not to censor it, people should take that seriously and just stop fucking using all their products. Sure. I'm talking Facebook, Instagram, anything that Facebook owns, just stop using their shit as a way to boycott them. Yeah, you could do that. We have to speak with our wallets, not with our voices all the time. Sometimes voices are important. In Facebook's case, your, your, your fucking money is more valuable to them than what you say. They don't give a oh, fuck sure. about what you have to say. Sure, they just like that you're using a site. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, so that's where, with the whole like, extremist content, whatever, that's where I look at it and say that like, in that specifically, uh, the user is the one to blame about that because Facebook themselves is not posting the extreme content. It's somebody else posting it and people engaging with it. So Facebook looks at so the algorithm, looks at it and says, hey, this seems to be something that people really care about because there's a lot of comments, there's yep. a lot of likes, there's a lot of stuff going on, people mm-hmm. shares, whatever. I agree. So now we're going to show this to more people. And you get, there was actually a... Um, and that differs from the 13-year-old stuff because it's not children anymore, you're adults. Right. If you don't like it, don't use it. Right. Well, now the other question, okay, so now the other thing becomes, how do I stop like my crazy aunt from posting about how she doesn't trust the vaccine. That's none of your business. Well, okay. Like, so, that, that, so that part you say is none of your business. Even so, though that, that's, that is technically content that is shown to be extreme, causes harm, you can do whatever you want, but, but like, there's nothing to stop that That's the part where I said it. I don't think that we as people uh-huh. should tell Facebook what they can and can't limit. Okay. I believe that if we don't like the fact that they're not limiting certain things, mm-hmm. we stop using them. Okay. And if enough people do that, they'll stop doing it. Well, then they have to, yeah, they have to adjust they, their products. Yeah, if they lose a huge portion of their fan base, sure. Guarantee you. That affects their. Guarantee you they stop doing Their it. bottom line, sure. Yeah. So that's the way to get Facebook to stop doing the stuff you don't want. Fair enough. I, yeah, so, I agree. So, like, for us telling them, hey, you shouldn't put this up there, they're going to be like, that's nice. It's making me money. Right, yeah, sure. Because it's more engagement on the site, yeah. and that's what they want. But so, that's, I mean, I, I, that's always my thing. If you don't like something, just don't don't comment, ignore it completely. Because yeah. if you ignore something, then the algorithm will look at that and say, hmm, people don't like this too much, let's not show it. Because yeah. we want to see things that get people on the site more. I agree, and that's not an immediate thing to get rid of this hateful stuff. Right. But by stopping using all their products, it's the easiest way to get rid of all that. Yeah, sure. And then if you want to use it again after they limit it, by all means, go back and use it. Because they yeah, change. Start your stuff, sure. Yeah. But until they change... They have to be subjected to monetary discomfort. Yeah. We stop doing anything. Like, if a, 2 million people stop using their app, that's 2 million, do, 2 million people worth of advertising they just lost. Right, worth of revenue that they don't have anymore. Yeah. yeah. It may yeah, not be yeah. a huge number in the grand scheme of things, but... Well, it hurts eventually. Yeah. Because yeah. eventually their, like, value goes down. Yep. So people who want to advertise on the site are going to look at it and say, wait a minute, you have 2 million less users, that's a certain percentage less that we're yeah. going to pay you now because you're not reaching as many people as we wanted to reach. Not only that, but those 2 million people are now using other apps more. Right. They're now growing increasing other apps, which yeah. allows them to do more, and that hurts face. It's, it's a double, it's like a double whammy for Facebook. Right, right. Not only have you lost 2 million people, but they've gone other places, and now those people are getting more valuable, which means they yeah. have more uh, ability to grow than you do. Yeah. Now, a whole different topic is the viability of other services because they tried doing that with Parler, 
and the hosting service that hosted that website said, we don't like you, we're taking you off of our service. So it's like, well, now what do we do? We don't even have the option to use a different service. Well, owner, Parler was the one being insightful, right? Parler was the one where insightful stuff was being Parler was a Parler was a, a marketed themselves as a Facebook alternative, and they didn't even really do anything until uh, like around like the January 6th stuff or whatever. A bunch of people who were, I guess, more farther to the right than people liked yeah. said, hey, let's move to this other site because they're not known for doing this. So they moved to it, and then Parler didn't do anything about it. They just said, hey, cool, more people using our website. We love it. And then um, I think Amazon host owned the servers yeah. that the website Parler was on, and they said, hey, you know what? We don't like this website and don't like what they're doing. So Therefore, we're kicking them off of our hosting service. The website doesn't, yeah. doesn't work anymore. So that's the exact opposite of what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not saying leave Facebook to go do hateful shit elsewhere. Right. I'm saying those that aren't hateful, leave Facebook until they correct it. Sure. So that way it corrects itself, then you come back. Because if people that are hateful go to, to smaller sites, mm -hmm. those hosts aren't incentivized to keep that site going because it's bad publicity and they're really not making much money. Right. Then let's say like the servers where Facebook is. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So I feel like that's different. Okay. But yeah, it, that's also a third party. That's a third party using a third party. Right. Because the third party would be Parler where you're posting your content, which is using the third, a fourth party, which is right. the internet which service provider. The, yeah, the Amazon the, servers, where, sure. Yeah, the Amazon servers. And Amazon's like, no, nah, we don't fuck with that. Right, right. You gotta go. Yeah, which is up to Amazon's yeah. discretion of whether or not to do that, sure. Parler's like, this is cool. Amazon's like, no, it's not, though. Right, right. You gotta go. Well, I think, yeah. I honestly don't even know. I think Parler just unfortunately, like, got caught up in it and was like, oh, well, yeah. what do we do well, now, right? They like, should have limited it when they saw it. Yeah, yeah. If, like, I go from one day of no hate to the next day there's a shit ton of hate on my site, nah, we gotta do something about this. I don't know how this is gonna turn out. Right, what do we, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. You gotta go. Yeah. Or at the very least, we gotta limit the fuck out of these people. True. Yeah. But, no, I mean, there's, it's just, it's always surprising to me how we, especially with social media, it seems like it happens more in that we do something that we know is not good for our mental health or is bad That's for us. That's the nature of people in general. And then we blame and want somebody else to fix. Like, we don't want to make any adjustments on ourselves. We want other people and other entities to do it for us. And to basically, like, we tell them we don't want people telling us what to do, but except in reality, what it seems like we want is we want someone, like, we want Facebook to just be, like, omniscient and say, okay, uh, here's what's good for your mental health. We're feeding you direct only this content because it's the only content that's good for you and we're not going to show you anything else. I agree with you, which is why I said when we're talking about Facebook, mm -hmm. they can do what they want. Right. Uh, but as far as uh, Instagram, we were talking about children. Yeah. And I think that's a very different story. It's not about uh, them needing help. It's like you should already be helping them because they're children. You know right. I mean? No, I mean, I that's get why you, I differ you, on the, That's why I'm totally opposite on the two separate opinions. Sure. Once you're an adult, I don't think stuff should be filtered to you. If you yeah. don't like it, don't no, listen agree. to it. If because then you then you have don't have access to certain information yeah. that otherwise otherwise might change an opinion you might have. Mm -hmm. So I feel like open discussion is very important for adults, but I feel like children, while they're still developing, they need a good foundation before they can jump into the discussion debate table with yeah. adults because it's like they don't have that world experience yet, and they haven't had access to a lot of things to help build the foundation for a child. Yeah, no, it makes sense, but it's like we, I don't know. I I guess I'm more tenacious about it than most people because I only see things that I want to see on social media sites. Like, I don't get filtered, sent stuff I don't want to see. So, like, I don't think I've ever used social media and then come away from it being like, man, I feel really bad about myself. Like, 
No, usually I've seen like a funny meme or something. I'm like, oh, it was a good chuckle. Like I'm, you know. We'll also have to take into mind this, the the stats that we were talking about, right. particularly about 13 year old women. Right, they're about young. We're children. not women or 13 sure. years old. No, so. I, I guess it's a different. We also grew up in a time where this shit didn't exist. Or it didn't exist as prevalent as prevalent. Basically, it didn't short. exist when I was 13. No, when we were 13. Maybe no, 16, 17. Uh, well, actually, when we were 16, 17, we actually didn't have access to Facebook because at the time, in order to sign up for Facebook, you. Oh, that's need, right. You need a college. You had to have a college, college uh, email you know. address to do it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I remember. Uh, whereas we had, we had MySpace. But I never had a MySpace. Before I got of college age, they changed that. I think I was like okay. 18. So I'm, I'm a little older than you. Oh, so. true, true. So yeah, I think I was like right. 17, 16 when yeah. Facebook was open. Eef. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, because I remember... Facebook only did that for like a year, year and a half. It, it, wasn't that, it, was, it was a relatively short period. Yeah, because I remember yeah. hearing about it when I was in high school yeah. and all of the kids who were graduating and going to college had it. Yeah. Because they had like, they got their college email address and like that summer... Before, like the summer between like senior year and in college, they would make one. And I remember I made a Facebook. I made a Facebook until I got to college, because um, I had the ED, you still needed the um, the uh, university uh, yeah, the email EDU. address to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I remember not being able to do it. I remember only I think it was like partway through my freshman year. I can remember then starting to see like people I went to high school with having them, like younger people. Yeah. Because I think they opened it up from that um, at that point. Which makes sense because I'm like what three or four? How old? How old? Thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm only what three years older than you. Sure. So yeah. You just got into high school, uh, college. I would have been already. Right, right. That, that age, but yeah. But uh, yeah. so I think moral of this story, for me at least, mm. is adults feel free to look or not look at whatever you want. If you don't like what someone's doing, use your wallet instead of your voice because they don't give a fuck about what you're saying. Makes but they sense. do care about your money. If you are 13 to or 17 and under, uh, the apps should do more to protect you, much like YouTube Kids, uh, whatever kids like. Yeah, yeah. There's different stuff they could do to help you out if they're not doing that willingly not doing that they're definitely at fault i think they should be fined heavily for that Mm -hmm. uh one thing i want to talk about real quick that lady if they if uh that whistleblower causes them to get fined she's going to make a huge portion of that oh yeah it's 30 percent. yeah yeah she could be overnight become a fucking millionaire multi-millionaire yep but when that's just something on the side yeah (laughs) yeah but that's how i feel about it Protect the kids, adults, your adults, be adults. Yeah, you have to, you have to do it. What do you think? Yeah. Me? I, well, I think that we're going to be in a, protect, a perpetual state of unhappiness with them because it will never get to the point where anyone's happy with it. Like, even if there's a, a 2% improvement, we'll say, people are still going to be in an uproar and say, well, it's not zero, so therefore it's never good enough. I agree. Um, I, would like, I, think we're gonna have, so. I would like to see the stats on adults for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, look, do we want to see improvement? Sure. But at the end of the day, do I think it's actually going to change things in the grand scheme? I, I really don't. I think there's... There is a level of personal responsibility that we have to take on ourselves to learn how to use the service that you're using, understand things about yourself and say, this makes me upset. I need to take a break from social media. Don't be so on all the time and like, like plugged into it. If, oh my God, my, my life hinges on how many likes I get on my Instagram photo. Like, that's just detrimental to everybody. It's just not a good way to live. Right. That's my two cents. So, anyway. We'll see you guys next figure week. Figure what we'll next week. Thanks guys for listening. If there's ever any topics you're interested in hearing us talk about, feel free to drop us a line at walkingwiththeboys at gmail.com and we'll take you into consideration. Thank you.